Hey, what up? You're tuning into the Adventure Between Us podcast, and I'm your host, Destiny Finn. And today, we're going to be talking about healthy confrontations. So let's dive in. Have you ever had to call somebody out for their BS? You know, have you ever truly had to confront somebody, and was it hard? Was it something easy like a stranger at, like, let's say, a restaurant, and you ordered a burger with cheese and instead they gave you a burger with no cheese or you asked for no pickles and they gave you pickles and just little confrontations like that but sometimes there's more serious confrontations like you know somebody's lying to you and they're just bullshitting you right now in this moment of there's no stock in the back but they didn't even go check or even just more serious things of a friend's lying to you and it's bullshit you know, and have you ever truly had to confront them for that? And if so, how did it go? And how did you feel afterwards? Because in our society, calling somebody out on their BS and confronting them is usually seen as disrespectful, but the truth is it's not. And it can be very advantage, advantageous, I'm like slaughtering my words, to overcome this idea that it's disrespectful because confrontation is critical, like I said, to growing and it is healthy. It is super healthy for growth because silence is compliance. And I say this from life experience. Like I used to be somebody who was very good at confrontation. Like I was not one you wanted to BS because I would call you right out in your face for that lie. I didn't have as much tack as I do now. And I could be seen slightly as disrespectful at times, but I was a child that I did not like people lying to me. Like that is one of my most core values is do not lie to me, which comes from being even younger as a child when I was a critical liar. (laughs) And so when I got over that as an early child and whatnot, I was like, you know what? I don't want to say any more lies to people. I don't want to BS people. And I don't want people to BS me. Like that is something I took to a core. And silence is truly compliance. You know, it's not healthy when you just continue to comply, but it is the easy thing to do. And so I would notice myself, and I notice a lot of times even other people, we do, we just comply. We see somebody walking in error. We see somebody basically telling us one thing and doing another, but we just, we stay quiet because we don't want to ruffle feathers or hurt relationships or this or that. And we are afraid to confront. As Dumbledore said, It takes a great deal of bravery to stand up to your enemies, but a great deal more to stand up to your friends. Standing up for the truth and what you believe in is never easy, especially when family or friends are involved. You know, it's human nature to only want to think the best of us, but you also can't just blind yourself with a fanciful lie of, oh, this, that, the other, like two plus two equals four. And if somebody is telling you that two plus two equals five, you know, they're lying to you. And to just sit along and be like, yep, okay. And just because you don't want to, you know, make the water all move and whatnot. You don't want to put little ripples in it. That's on you because inaction is an action. And you do, you need to stand up for the truth, but you can do it in a respectful way. Because it's tempting to ignore problematic remarks. It's tempting to to ignore the lies. Especially, you know, oh, just let them live their life. Not my monkey, not my circus. Except if it's affecting you. And they are still trying to just be buddy-buddy, but you know they're lying to you. Why would you want that in your circle? And if, especially as a believer in Christ, like a believer in Yeshua, if they are professing the Lord as like their number one person in their life, and that's what they want to follow, and that's the truth, and they're doing all that stuff, especially on Facebook, like that's the thing I see a lot, is people are going to say one thing on Facebook, but their lives look totally different. That's where you probably need to call them out, especially if they're trying to bullshit you too, you know? And you're just probably thinking, oh, somebody else can do it. 
But no, sometimes it has to be you. It takes one person to stand up. And actually, believe it or not, science even says that it's healthy for you to call somebody out and confront them. A 2016 study gave its subjects a choice that they could pretend to agree with the opinions of the group or they could voice opposition to the group's views. When people chose to go along with the statements that they didn't agree with, their arteries constricted as though they were responding to a threat. So when you agree to a line, you just go along with it, you know, of just, oh, this is truth, whatever, just do it. The teacher, you know, the teacher doesn't believe in the Lord, so I just got to believe that as well. And I can't speak against it. You know, I don't want to debate anybody. I can't have a disagreement. You know, your arteries will actually constrict and that's not healthy for you. But on the flip side, in this study, when people decided to speak out and to speak up the truth, you know, and to confront their arteries expanded indicating that they saw the challenge as a positive one, even though it didn't feel positive and it might have been intimidating. Because like, I know when I confront people, my adrenaline starts to rush because I've stopped confronting people there for a hot minute. And lately I have been getting back into that habit over the past year or so of healthy confrontation. And there are times I've noticed, especially when it's with high up leaders or people of authority or people that, you know, are intimidating, I guess I could say my, I do, I start to get that adrenaline and my voice kind of starts to shake, but I'm also learning how to handle that and how to handle confrontation in a healthy manner. But it is, it's a positive one. In 2010, a university study also found that a woman's level of confidence, self-esteem, self, self-esteem, <laughs> sorry about that, and a sense of empowerment rose when they confronted somebody who was making a sexist comment, you know, and I don't know about you, but I've heard a lot of comments. And sometimes it's not even sexist. Sometimes it's just like, oh, you know, well, you need to stop doing this or you need to start doing this. Or they try to give you healthy advice, but it's more critical, demanding advice of you're going to ruin your life if you don't go to college. Even just comments like that. Like we wouldn't normally think of that. Like most of the time we just roll our eyes and be like, yeah, whatever. You don't know everything. But even just confronting that of, you know what? No, I'm not going to ruin my life not going to college. I'm creating a life for myself. Confrontation also has to do with boundaries, okay? There are certain boundaries that you need to have because if you aren't respecting yourself and you don't have healthy boundaries and you aren't respecting those boundaries, other people are going to tramp on them and that's not showing yourself love because respect is love. And I'm going to talk about that in a different episode. But there are times even with I've had to create healthy boundaries with people. I have a friend. I love her to death. Like she is such a sweet little angel except she used to have a really bad time at time management to the point she'd be showing up 30 minutes late to a coffee date. You know, we'd have a phone call scheduled for 10 o'clock and she wouldn't be texting me until 1025 of, oh, hey, are you ready? And I used to just let it slide. You know, I don't want to ruffle the friendship. I don't want to ruin the friendship. And I just, I continue to let it slide. It's no big deal. It's no big deal. And I would just tell myself that and I would just stay silent. But the thing is, it was a big deal and it was affecting me and it was leaving me with a negative feeling. And then when I would leave that like relationship, that meetup and whatnot, I would just feel so angry and I would just want to vent and rant. And that's not healthy because I don't want to talk bad about my friends. Like that's not something I want to do. And there have been times that I myself have been caught in my own bullshit and people have had to call me out for that because if you are willing to confront somebody about their BS, you also have to be okay with them confronting you on yours. And I think that's why some of us also don't want to confront people because it's like, well, if I take their skeletons out of the closet, those lies, they're going to call me out for mine. But 
With that, it also makes you become a better person because you start realizing how much if and where you are BSing and how much you need to stop in certain areas. And so you start becoming a more honest, respectful person and you live with that honor, integrity and respect because you don't want to be caught, you know, and that's where if you lie, like I heard the saying once and it's like, if you lie, you're going to have to bring up another lie to cover that lie and you just keep digging yourself deeper. And that's why, honestly, honesty is the best thing because you will never have to worry about being caught in something because honesty keeps you free. You know, honesty keeps you alive and it keeps you motivated and healthy and it's a healthy thing. You know, it's that just raw gem that you never have to worry about being entangled because you aren't entangling yourself. But silence is compliance. And so finally, one day, I was like, you know what? I need to start setting healthy boundaries. And because I had never set any boundaries before, like with this person, I was like, I'm going to wait 15 minutes. And 15 minutes is a grace card, okay? You should not be more than five minutes late, 10 minutes at most. Unless it's an emergency, that is the only thing. And with that, you should probably be texting the person, hey, I'm going to be about 20 minutes late because this happened. You know, X, Y, Z. Because we're not perfect. There have been times where I got stuck in traffic and because of that, I was like two, three, five minutes late. Like, I get it. There has to be some grace with that. But showing up consistently late is also disrespectful because I'm valuable. My time is valuable, you know? And so with that, we scheduled a phone call for like 10 a.m. And I said, okay, you know? And I waited. I waited till 10.15 and I was like, you know what? It's time to put my phone down and go about my day. I'm not just going to keep holding onto my phone waiting for this phone call. Like, I have to set these boundaries in place. And so I did. I came back an hour and a half later from doing what I was doing outside. And there was a bunch of texts of, oh, hey, you know, this, that, the other. Like, are you ready now? Are you ready? And I did. I said, hey, listen, I love you, but my time is also valuable. I waited 15 minutes. And after that, I had to go on with my day. I'm setting healthy boundaries. And she respected it. She wasn't even mad at me because I did it in a polite manner. And she was like, you're right. I disrespected your time. I'm sorry. And guess what? After that, we haven't really had problems with time management. We are both very respectful of each other's time. Okay? So to call people out on their BS, like to confront somebody in a healthy manner, call the BS on a claim, not the person. You know, say, I don't think it's correct rather than you're full of shit. (laughs) It has to have a way of healthy. Like, don't attack the person. Attack the statement, if that makes sense. You know, or if you're hearing a rumor about something or you know something to be true, but you haven't fully talked to a person yourself with that. Like, for example, there was a situation with somebody that I knew they were doing something that was just totally wrong except they were claiming that they weren't doing it and they were just basically lying to me and to other people, but I had not been in that situation. So I knew of it and I could tell, but I wasn't a hundred percent like there to see it with my eye kind of vibe, you know, it was more of that rumor mentality. So I simply called them up. Actually, they called me and I was like, Hey, so rumor has it. And I said, is this true? Yes or no? Just a simple yes or no, because when they confirm If they say no, then you say, okay, just wanted to clear it up so that way there was no rumors being spread between us. But if they say yes, then you can go about confronting them of, okay, do you really think that is God honoring? Do you think this? Do you think that? You know, and you have to have those just confrontation statements and you have to do it respectfully. You know, you have to learn to call out the BS without disrespecting someone. You have to learn to confront without being rude, you know, and learn to accept the BS being called out on you without feeling disrespected because that's something you have to do in return. 
Because a lot of times, it's real easy to be like, yee, 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 you know, but you also have to look clearly A, at yourself, first and foremost, be like, you know what, I am doing that wrong. But you also have to, when people say, hey, I notice you get zealous a lot before you actually know the facts, and that's great, but it also doesn't have the most respect and conversation. You have to be okay with people calling you out on stuff and to take that into account of they're not attacking you, they're confronting. But I think a lot of us in our culture, we don't like disagreements. We don't like confrontation. It's just easier. Oh, you don't agree with me. We're not friends anymore, you know? But the thing is, you will never have 100% of the same views as somebody else. And you have to be okay, A, in certain situations, having a conversation, having confrontation, having people have conflict with you because conflict is healthy. And you also have to have be okay with having disagreements because there are certain things. There's a difference between calling somebody out for their BS and their lies, but also just having a difference of opinions of, well, what do you think about this? What do you think about that? You know, okay, well, why do you believe that? Because necessarily some things that you believe and that you disagree with aren't a lie. It isn't wrong. It's just your belief system. But there are things that you have to be okay being confronted on that are a lie and that you are walking in error. But if you do profess one thing and you aren't doing it, that is actions and words not lining up. And that's usually where you start getting caught in a lie. Because if I say, oh man, I eat healthy. And then all you continually see of me is drinking soda and eating fast food and doing all this kind of stuff. And you'd be like, I thought you ate healthy. You know, like that's not lining up to your words. That's being called out for BS. I had a friend once, you know, and I read... They were talking to me and whatnot, and I, read, I was reading their text as we were talking about BS, and they're like, yeah, this one time I was talking to my friends of like, this isn't who I am, blah, 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 but then at a party I was acting another way, and my friend came up to me and said, I thought you didn't do that. And in that moment, my friend realized, you're right, I don't do that. That's not what I want for my life. And sometimes it's just simple BS calling out like with that. Thirdly, call it out with humility. It can be very tempting to call somebody out with a righteous tone, but you'll surely regret that, you know, when you turn out to be wrong in calling BS, because a lot of times we do. Sometimes we end up confronting somebody for something that they didn't even do. And usually that's when we're pretty righteous about our tones. That's when the Lord in return humbles us of actually you're wrong, you know? And so you do, you need to call it out with humility of, Hey, listen, Like, I heard this rumor, like, is it true? Rather than, so I heard that you were sleeping around with so-and-so, blah, blah, blah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, different tones, different vibes. Fourthly, don't assume it's malicious. You know, when someone says or writes something that is BS, don't assume or instigate that it has been done so maliciously. It could simply be the result of an error. Because I think, like, sometimes we say things in a way, like, we, or we think somebody else would understand, or we text things. Like, there have been times I've texted people, and they'd be like, why are you mad at me? And I'm like, what are you talking about? Because we put our own emotions in things, and there have been times that I do that with other people, of, oh, you know, like, the easiest one to say is, like, call me, of, oh, boy, I'm in trouble, you know? And so you already start getting on the defense, or if, if, you're, if, you're, if you're in a relationship, and they're like, we need to talk, and you're like, oh, boy, what did I do wrong? You immediately start to assume and think it's, like, malicious, and they're going to attack you, or this or that. When in reality, it just might be like, hey, you know, we haven't talked in a while. Like, can we catch up? So that's something that we definitely need to think about. And we need to be conscious about how we're wording things because miscommunication happens a lot. You know, so before like you go to call somebody out for like something, you know, make sure that it wasn't just said in a way where you thought it was an error, but it actually was error. And that's where I said to go about, hey, so I heard this. Is it true? Or did you mean to say that in this way or were you meaning it in another way? 
you know, become more conscious because there are different kinds of ways to tell people. And you have to be careful about something, you know, that you don't become ignorant of it. So have that healthy confrontation, you know, have that healthy ways to talk to them and don't be silent. I seriously, seriously say that to you because I even noticed with myself, like I said, I used to be a very good person at confronting in my later kid years in like my early middle school years and whatnot. And then somewhere along the way, I kind of was that like black sheep, a bunch of white sheep started attacking me and just getting up. Because that's usually why people also stop confronting is because of that cancel culture kind of thing of like, hey, you speak up the truth and a bunch of people just swarm and just, yeah, 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 throw the stones. And so I immediately started feeling small because I let these people make me feel small. You know, as like First Timothy says, I think it's First Timothy, might be First Thessalonians. I'm kind of drawing a blank right now. But do not let anyone look down on you for because you are young, but set an example for believers in speech and conduct and life and faith and purity. You know, and I, I really struggled to live by that, especially when I was young, because there'd be things even just with my mentors and teachers, people that you think should know the truth more than you because they're older, you know, like that growing a biblical faith and like they're leading you, but they'd be telling you one thing and it wouldn't line up to the Bible. Like, and I've had this happen and I've, I've said things where I look back on my life and I'm like, man, I was a fool for saying that because that did not line up biblically, you know, or there'd be even things of just, I would say something and I'm like, that's not really biblical character. And so I've had to reflect on my own BS that I've said, but in the same time, I was living in a life of ignorance and I didn't realize I was walking in error. And that's why you have to be respectful of like, cause sometimes people aren't trying to truly BS you. They just don't know any better. So they're saying, oh, you know, Jesus loves you, blah, blah, blah. But then you say, okay, but what is that, you know? Or somebody says, well, I'm a Christian, but they aren't living to it. What does a Christian mean to you? Like, let's define this before we start attacking, you know? And there'd be times, like, they'd be like, oh, well, you know, you're just a disgusting sinner. Like, you you need to be saved by grace, blah, 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 blah. And it's like, I have been saved, and I'm a new creation now. Like, the Bible says, I am fearfully and wonderfully made, you know? Or I actually, I had a director once at a camp. And we had this thing where it was like, oh, can I make an observation about you? And like we, every like counselor had a checkup with this director and it's usually him basically telling you your errors and how you need to like work it. And I see you doing all these things. And so he just said some things to me that were totally not biblical at all and just totally wrong observation. And so I called him out for it. I was like, listen, that's not what the Bible says. And that's not what like, you know, no, let's set the record straight. Let me let me confirm your observations as wrong, you know, and I just, I gave the truth. And there are times like that when it's really hard, especially people that are older than you, people that are a parent even, you know, of just, listen, as a kid, like you said all these things to me, you know, and I don't like being treated like that. And you wonder why I don't want a relationship with you now. Like it might even just be an example of why you don't do things anymore to have that healthy confrontation. But there'll be times in your life where it is hard and where it's uncomfortable. And so I did, I really let myself just get quiet. But when I became compliant to the silence, I also noticed my self-esteem just started crushing because I did. I just felt like I was living a lie because I wasn't being true to the truth. You know, I was saying one thing, but living another, and I wasn't speaking up for the truth because it is, it's really hard to speak up to your friends and to your family. Like I had a friend once that 
they were, I shouldn't even say that they were a friend because they would act like my friend, but then they would lie to me and say, oh, hey, well, I have college tonight. That's why I can't hang out, even though I have friends that go to the exact same college that they do in the exact same class, and they did not have class that night. And finally, after three or four times of this, I called them out on their BS. I was like, listen, you're lying to me. And guess what? I lost that friendship because they did not like the confrontation. And you have to also be okay with that. Is there some people that will avoid you and not talk to you anymore because they know that they are in the wrong and they have an apology to give, but they don't want to give it. And they just want to keep living in error. And you have to be okay with that. Just as you have to be okay with people confronting you. You know, you have to be okay with people saying, hey, You know, like you swearing, I don't really think sets a very good example. You know, like you're supposed to be clean of speech. Like, and you're, and I have to be like, you know what? You're right. I have a really bad habit with sometimes swearing, especially when I get stressed. And thank you for that. And I'm working on it. Like, you have to be okay to take the conflict of confrontation because that's also going to help you grow. Because sometimes we do, we get blind to our own devices and we don't see what we're like, what we're doing. But when they confront you, it's an option for you to grow. If you know what? wow, I didn't even realize that. And confrontation isn't always bad. Sometimes it's somebody just giving you advice of an easier way to do something of like, hey, you know, instead of boiling water on the stove, you could just literally put it in the microwave for 30 seconds, like in that cup. Oh, I didn't even think about that. Like that was a real thing I actually lived. And I was like, wow, um, <laughs> that's a blonde moment. No, but like you do, you have to speak up for the truth. Because when I actually started reclaiming that, you know what, I need to speak for the truth even if my voice shake. My voice did shake. I am the living definition of my voice shaking, especially when it came to people that were close in my life, you know, of when they'd be like, oh, Merry Christmas to me. I'd be like, thank you, but I don't celebrate that. You don't have to condemn them. You don't have to persecute them or go into reason, but you do. You just, even little things like that, I've had to learn to say to people like, listen, thank you, but I don't celebrate that. Or actually it's usually they say Merry Christmas and I say, And I used to just say thank you because I didn't want to confront them even just with that like little bit of truth and be like, why don't you say it back? Like I had a friend text me that once and I'm like, because I don't celebrate it, you know? Um, And just there's certain things where when you start truly living the truth and when you start confronting, you're going to find yourself, wow, I'm freeing myself because when you are silent, you are complying and that is inaction that is the same as action because an inaction is an action. And you, by being silent, are agreeing with the non-truth, with the lie. And you are therefore binding yourself even if you don't agree with it. Yes, there's a time and place. No, you do not need to get in an argument with every single person that, you know, spews something. There is time and place. But when there are certain people, especially those family and friends, especially as believers in Yeshua, if they are professing one thing, to your face and you know they are doing something different that's where you need to call them out in a loving biblical grace seasoned with grace kind of manner do so respectfully you know and if somebody if you don't really understand what they said or you thought that they said like a bs kind of statement just ask them to repeat themselves you know that's like another tip is you know just saying excuse me i didn't catch that you draw more attention to them and you force them to reiterate their point probably now in front of the people or in front of you in a stronger way of what did you exactly just say you know or even like especially like with sexist comments because that's a problem like women you know a lot of here like people are just like oh that's a lot of bs um if you just simply say was that supposed to be funny like when they start making very sexist jokes that are rude and just full of bs you're gonna realize real quick when they get caught they're gonna stop doing that 
you know and sometimes that's exactly it people continue to do stuff because they just haven't been shown that hey that's rude that's a lie that's bs like don't treat me like that and sometimes you also don't necessarily need to confront somebody else of I don't like the way I'm being treated right now. Like, don't talk to me like that. You just simply say, I'm going to leave this conversation now because I don't appreciate the way I'm being talked to in this manner. And that's just simply saying a statement about yourself rather than don't talk to me like that. Like, yes, there's definitely a time and place for that confrontation. But sometimes you just also need to have enough respect for yourself to just simply say when somebody's disrespecting you continually, be like, I'm going to remove myself from this situation because I don't appreciate how I'm being talked to and treated. You know, and you just you need to know how to have the healthy communication skills to know the time and place, to know the tact to do it, to know just the key phrases. And you also have to take your emotion out of it. That's probably the last tip I'm going to leave you is especially when it's like a family and friend and they are just lying to your face, this, that or the other. You can get really emotional because you do. You naturally want to think the best of other people. You want to think the best of them. You want to be like, oh, they wouldn't do that. But two plus two equals four. You know, and so then you also might feel feeling hurtful and angry. And how dare you lie to me like that? And you start getting really emotional. So if you just take your emotion out of it, it's going to help you. And that's something I've had to learn as I've started to confront more people in my life. Just I'm not doing this like every day, like, oh, you, you, you righteous hammer coming down. Like, no, there's just certain times every couple months where I'm like, I need to confront this person. Like that goes against beliefs, boundaries, personal, etc. And so I simply, you know, I, I think about it. I think about what I'm going to say. Honestly, I read people really well. So I pretty much can predict what that person's going to say. And I semi have that conversation beforehand with myself. So that way, in a sense, I'm not as caught off guard. And when I do get caught off guard by something that they say, I say, please give me a moment. Let me think about that. And then I come back with something healthy. And I've had to learn to take my emotion out of it and just state facts because I'm not going to attack somebody. I'm not there to just condemn them and throw them to hell and this and that. I'm there to confront them because I myself would want to be confronted if I was walking or living in a way of error. But yeah, thank you so much for listening. I hope this really helped and encouraged you. And if it did, please share it with a friend. And thank you so much for listening. Peace out, Girl Scouts.